Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today is Friday, January 22nd, 2021. On this day in 1973, the U.S. Supreme Court arrived at a landmark decision establishing a woman's legal right to an abortion. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of medical procedures discussed, listener discretion is advised. We advise extreme caution for listeners under 13. Today we're covering Roe v. Wade, which altered the legal ruling on female reproductive rights. It's still considered to be one of the most controversial rulings ever handed down by the Supreme Court. On the brisk morning of January 22, 1973, two young attorneys climbed the steps to the Marble Palace in Washington, D.C. 27-year-old Sarah Weddington and 30-year-old Linda Coffey had both graduated from the University of Texas Law School in the 1960s. Now they were awaiting a conclusion to one of the most contentious legal cases the U.S. had seen because it addressed the topic of abortion. By the early 70s, nearly all U.S. states restricted the termination of pregnancy, barring cases in which the mother had been raped or faced severe health risks in keeping the child. At the time, unwanted pregnancies were common, largely because the pill was widely stigmatized. Access was limited in many states, especially for unmarried women, who weren't protected under the Supreme Court's 1965 ruling in Griswold v. Connecticut. In their decision, the justices said states could not ban contraception for married couples. A young woman named Norma McCorvey felt the consequences of these restrictive laws. By age 21, she had already gotten pregnant three times. The first time, she kept her child, but her mother eventually took custody. The second time, she immediately gave the baby up for adoption. The third time, she simply wanted an abortion. She was financially unstable and had a history of drug addiction. She didn't think she was capable of raising a child, but Dallas County laws prevented her from terminating the pregnancy. Desperate, she sought legal counsel and was eventually directed to Weddington and Coffee, who would bring her case up through the courts. To protect her anonymity, the young attorneys referred to her as Roe. But while the case was filed in 1971, it took the young attorneys years to make any headway. By 1973, 25-year-old Norma had already given birth to the baby she fought to abort. But that didn't stop Weddington and Coffee from pursuing the case. They sued Dallas District Attorney Henry Wade, since his county maintained the anti-abortion laws that directly affected their client. But the verdict would decide the law of the land, sparking a national controversy. The state classified fetuses as people protected by the 14th Amendment. As such, Wade argued that the state had an obligation to protect prenatal life from the time of conception. 
The prosecution claimed that the stern Texas law invaded a woman's right to privacy, which was also protected under the 14th Amendment. On January 22nd, the energy outside the courthouse was electric. The press reported amidst protesters from both sides of the argument. The crowd was especially hot because even though six of the nine justices were Republican, the opinion remained hard to predict. Of course, we know what was ultimately decided. In a landmark decision, the Supreme Court ruled 7-2 to two in favor of Roe, citing that the 14th Amendment protected a woman's right to abortion during the first trimester. In the second trimester, the government could regulate, but not ban, abortion to protect the mother's health. In the third trimester, the state could prohibit abortion if the fetus was able to survive outside the womb. The only two justices who hadn't supported the decision were William Rehnquist and Byron White. White later said, The court apparently values the convenience of the pregnant mother more than the continued existence and development of the life or potential life that she carries. Inherently, this argument implies that a woman's future is secondary to her fetus. But thankfully, his dissent fell on deaf ears. That evening, CBS's Walter Cronkite reported that the decision to end the pregnancy during the first three months belongs to the woman and her doctor, not the government. And by the day's end, Norma McCorvey, the woman who started it all, learned via the press that her case had won. Though it was too late for her, the ruling provided a sense of liberation to many women who felt like their bodies did not belong to them. Coming up, the history of women's reproductive rights. Listeners, this month marks 60 years since John F. Kennedy became the 35th President of the United States, ushering his already prominent family into the highest enclaves of political power. But behind their storied successes lie secrets and scandals so severe, if it were any other lineage, they would have been left in ruin. This January, to commemorate this iconic milestone, dig into the dramas of a real-life American dynasty in the Spotify original from Parcast, The Kennedys. This exclusive series from Spotify features your favorite ParCast hosts, including me, covering every angle of the Kennedys from shows like Conspiracy Theories, Unsolved Murders, Crime Countdown, and others. Assassinations and conspiracies, corruption and cover-ups, international affairs, and extramarital ones, too. Examine all of the Kennedy family's most controversial moments, all in one place. You can binge all 12 episodes of this limited series starting on Tuesday, January 19th. Follow The Kennedys free and exclusively on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. 
So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Now back to the story. The 7-2 Supreme Court ruling on Roe v. Wade may have been revolutionary, but it wasn't the first time abortion had come under review. Indeed, the ancient Greek philosopher Aristotle believed that terminating a pregnancy was ethical if performed within the first 90 days. And one could argue that he was late to the game. The first recorded abortion took place some 1,200 years before Aristotle weighed in on reproductive rights. Around 1550 BCE, women commonly relied on herbal supplements to end gestation. Surgical procedures were also done, but they were far more dangerous. A shovel-like tool known as an embryotome and a scissor-like tool named the cranioclast were used to aid with extraction. Sterilization of medical tools was not widely practiced, and heavy bleeding and infection were common. As time went on, midwives and homeopathic doctors became better at providing simple remedies to reduce fertility and induce a menstrual cycle, thereby eliminating pregnancies. Commonly accepted herbal abortifacients include tansy, safflower, scotch broom, mugwort, wormwood, and essential oil of pennyroyal. These methods aren't as widespread today, as the 19th and 20th centuries gave rise to a medical system that largely rejected naturopathy. And because the advent of modern medicine was male-dominated, patriarchal ideas about a woman's right to choose slowly began creeping into the medical field. The Catholic Church also held more influence during the 19th and 20th centuries, further solidifying anti-abortion rhetoric. But despite the virtue signaling by top doctors and religious groups, women continued seeking abortions. They found secret clinics willing to operate. But the clandestine nature of these businesses meant that women had little to no grounds for recourse if they were hurt during the procedure. Then in 1960, the Food and Drug Administration approved the pill as a means of regulating menstruation and preventing unwanted pregnancy. But as we mentioned, it was quickly stigmatized, reserved for a certain kind of woman. Given the prudish view of reproductive health, it's amazing that Roe v. Wade was decided a mere 13 years later. Since the decision, abortion rates have steadily declined as birth control and education on reproductive health have become more widely accessible. Abortion has also become one of the safest medical procedures available in the U.S. And hopefully, through continuing reproductive education and preventative health care, the procedure can slowly become obsolete. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite Spotify originals from Parcast, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. 
To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Lauren DeLille, with writing assistance by Aaron Lan, and fact-checking by Bennett Logan. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Fact. Fiction. Fame. Discover the real story behind one of history's most formidable families in the Spotify original from Parcast, The Kennedys. Remember, you can binge all 12 episodes starting on Tuesday, January 19th. Listen free and exclusively on Spotify.